Hey, welcome back to This Book is Good. I'm Chase. And I'm Josh. And together we talk about this great book that together. we've been blessed with. Yeah, man. How are you, dude? I'm great. Welcome back to another week. Are you still in this? Yeah. Why not? Why wouldn't I be? I don't know. Yeah. I am. I'm totally in it. I am loving it. Yeah. So much great feedback. Good. That's I good had to a hear. friend. Let me shout out Kelsey, man. Kelsey is a friend of mine. She's she's on a journey right now. Yeah. Doing something called Mission 48. Oh. 48 fitness activities. It okay. started off as competitions in 48 states. Wow. In 48 days. Whoa. All on a mission to empower young women or women in general uh, to show themselves that they're way more capable than awesome. they could ever have imagined. And I know that tagline because I worked on her video to promote it. Cool. And she's just such an awesome person. And so on her journey, she has posted on her Instagram story about, you know, she'll take a picture of the of the radio as she probably did right now. Yeah. Shout out to Kelsey. <laughs> she took a picture of the of the 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 car screen. I was like, yeah, listening to my friend Chase. No podcast. way. Awesome. Yeah, super awesome, man. So love that feedback. Keep that type of stuff going, man. And uh, we just appreciate you guys being here with us. Yeah, for sure. And hopefully, you know, people are, are growing from that and at least learning about what the Bible has to, to offer and what's in it. I think, you know, a lot of people have questions about that or have never really approached it because it's, it can be difficult. It can be daunting. It's, it's a big book. It can be. So, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, last yeah. week's discussion really filled me up. Did it? That's awesome to hear. Yeah, it did. Yeah. I loved it. <laughs> I, I mean, you can hear it in my voice when I made, like, that connection. Right. Between, like, oh, wait, why don't we sacrifice people anymore? Yeah. Well, duh. <laughs> because my brother Jesus died there for it. There was one and only. Yeah, he's the once for all. So. Yeah, yeah so I hope you got some more good stuff like that. Oh, tons more stuff. Yep, we're just still getting started, good. actually. But don't forget, we have to start about talking about our week. How did you do this week? Doing well. I'm loving the weather. I mean, it's it's warm. It's probably I saw today. It's the last it's summer day. Again. <laughs> it might be our last day for being above eighty degrees for the rest of the year. So, I think so. I don't yeah, know. or for a while actually. But Ohio's really good at tricking us. Yeah, into thinking that. Yeah, because it's warm today, but yeah. I think by Sunday it's going to be in the thirties. <laughs> no, Friday, will pr Friday or Saturday will probably be one of those days that we have all four seasons in one day. Right. Right. Yeah, I've always heard if you if you don't like the weather in Ohio, just wait ten minutes mm -hmm. and. Uh, I did see a report that said it could potentially snow in Ohio by the fourteenth no. of October. No. Yeah. I think we did have snow on Halloween one year. I believe it. But. Yeah. I hate that. I do. <laughs> I do. I look around right now and it's just like leaves are all on the ground and starting. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's, I don't know. I had a beautiful real, though. In, it is pretty. In the fall in Ohio. I had a real problem with that last year. I actually had to go to the hospital. I swear it. I went to the hospital because. The season's changing? No, well, it was, it was after Christmas. It okay. was, I think it was in like February. And in February, you know, it's like, it's Brutal. like the dog days of winter. Oh. And, and in Ohio, it's like. You cannot very, see the sun for it's days. Clouds it's just, constantly. Yeah. It's yeah. just super depressing. And I'm a kind of guy like, I should already start supplementing vitamin D <laughs> because I'm, when it's nice out, I'm outside all day long. Right. And I don't, I don't, I don't have a day job. I'm a freelancer. Yeah. 
So, like, I spend my time out in the sun, and mm. I'm already getting less of it. Right. You know what I mean? Because it gets dark earlier now, and yeah. Yeah, so the seasonal affective disorder is a real thing. It's a real thing. Real thing. Yeah, and and people, I feel like, in this area, just not a lot of sunlight through the winter, mm-hmm. and, and just in general throughout the year, but... What's crazy, though, is if you go just a couple <clears throat> hours south, like towards Cincinnati or even Kentucky, Yeah. Um, it's not as cloud cover. Yeah, I, I, it's something about, you know, I always hear like the I-70 corridor <laughs> and, and uh, north of that. My cousin did, did solar stuff for a while, Right. research of solar and where it would work, where it wouldn't, and hmm. one of the worst places for solar panels in the United States... Tell me Columbus. Mansfield, Ohio. Oh, man. <laughs> this is down in the valley, but yeah. So It doesn't surprise me. But we enjoy it when it's out. And yeah, for thankful. sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I kind of try to like, I think this year I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work on actively adjusting my, my mindset and where I find myself expecting to feel kind of like depressed in a way about the weather. I'm going to find a way to feel blessed about it, mm. you know? Yeah. And just train my brain, even even though I may feel actually depressed about it. Sure. I'm just going to train my brain to say, you know what? Be blessed that you can feel the cold. Mm-hmm. You can breathe mm. the crisp. Yeah. <laughs> Makes you feel alive. Air. Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, you know, and I, I, I'm, I like all four seasons, but I like those days too where, you know, let's say you're snowed in or it's just so bitter cold and you, you've got nothing to do except sit and read and drink some coffee and yeah. turn on the fireplace. And that's just, I mean, that's kind of a Zen moment for me, but yeah, true. <laughs> but not everybody's that way. So, right. and I, when I'm in the hot sun, I get burnt. So <laughs> I fear the sun. <laughs> But well, speaking of putting our minds in the right place, so maybe you could start reading. We can read during that winter time. Read the Bible, yeah. Crack read it more, open. Read more Bible. Get spiritual on it. Mm-hmm. And there's lots of other extra type books out there that really help with understanding. There's study Bibles. There's commentaries. There's you know things that help with the historical stuff that's going on. And so there's lots of other aids and help books that um, can also be beneficial as you read through the scripture as well. So it's it's cool to check some of those out hmm. as well because people that write those are coming from the same place that we are, right? That we, we want to learn and we've struggled through some of these parts of scripture right. and, and they're the same way. They're like, man, I really had a difficult under, under, you know, time understanding this part. So let me... Let me share what I've learned in a form of a book or in form of some kind of other, you know, media. Um, so yeah, there's there's tons of stuff out there. But you do have to be careful. I think there's a lot of crazy things out there too. Yeah. But actually on that note, I saw something today, actually, on the Facebook. Yeah. That was I think they called it the Book of Barnabas. Okay. Where it was like it was like loosely bound. Uh, leather pages hmm. written with gold, golden ink or something. And then the, and it actually questioned, it said it questioned um, 
that Christ didn't die, actually. That's oh. what it said. Hmm. It said that Christ did not actually die, but it, that it was Judas that died on the cross with those Roman soldiers. Whoa. I was like... That's a uh, strange take. I didn't even open the article. Yeah, that's probably I good. Like, I don't want to entertain <laughs> this idea. Yeah, so yeah, there's some stuff out there, too, that can, can be pretty wild. But Yeah. Yeah. But what do you do? I mean, you know, like, I think, like, sometimes when you find when you find articles or something like that that challenge, um, a, a, you know, an intellectual property. Yeah. Which I would consider Christianity to be, like, this is an account of a people mm-hmm. that um, is meant to be, this is factual, this happened. Right. right? Um, having those um, debates. Sure. I think are super important because it helps to substantiate the facts. Yeah. I mean, searching and getting some answers to those questions are always, is always good. Um, but you know, if you just were to search it on Google, you're going to get, I mean, a lot. And so (laughs) I think there's some, some places that are a little bit more safe, I would say credible, credible, People have done the research, um, that kind of thing. I mean, there's nothing in the world that's that's more highly debated than religion. Sure. Um, and politics, yeah. you know, maybe is a close second. But certainly religion is one of those. If you say something, someone's going to have a completely different take right. um, and maybe even a completely opposite take. So certainly it's a highly debated topic. So if you, if you go out and say, yeah, I believe Jesus, you know, died on the cross, you're going to have a million people that said, say the opposite right. or that he wasn't even a real person. So there's a lot obviously out there. And, and, you know, if you have questions about that, you know, put that on our Facebook, we can help kind yeah. of point you in some directions and maybe we can come up with some kind of trusted lists. And, and, you know, obviously we're, we accept the Christian worldview, mm-hmm. um, the biblical worldview. Um, but, um, and so most of our trust and answers, I guess would come from that, but there are scientists, there are, researchers there are archaeologists there are you know credible people that believe that as well yeah. and so it's it's not just a blind kind of faith there's people that have researched this for i mean nothing has been more scrutinized right yeah, yeah true so um so yeah there's some good places and to, then to also there's in. just people who argue about anything yeah yeah <laughs> there's those two so it's just a guy in a basement posting blogs about crazy stuff then yeah Yeah. that's probably not a credible right credible source either way right yeah so Uh you have that yeah (laughs) yeah and again don't take our word for it you know look look this stuff up yourself and and um you know research it for yourself because you know nobody can force you into a belief system you kind of have to search and choose that for for yourself so yeah 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 well How's Isaac doing? (laughs) (laughs) Isaac's doing great. Isaac's doing great. So we left off with him kind of getting his, his wife. Yep. Right. And this was after his mother died. And that was really cool part that, you know, the Bible points out that Rebecca was a good comfort to Isaac during, during that time in his life. Um, So we'll start kind of, you know, as they're kind of working through and they're married now. um, Abraham, we said he, he remarried had a new wife and uh, had plenty, I think six more kids with 
sons, so maybe even more than that, with his new wife. Um, and so... Just populating. Yeah, yeah, even in his old age. Just so. populating. Was he 600 years old? So, no, he didn't live, he didn't live that long. Um, well into his hundreds. Okay. But um, he died at the age of, I think, 175, 176, something like that. So still a long, long time. Double what most people, you know, life expectancy is for yeah, us oh in yeah. this country. So certainly lived a, a lot longer and, and lived a fruitful life after, you know, most of us would be gone. So, um, but there's a really cool part about his death that um, he goes back to where he bought the land for his wife, Sarah, mm. and, is, and is buried there. And Isaac and Ishmael comes back to bury their father. Oh, and he dies. Yeah. So when Abraham dies, Isaac, and then also Ishmael is there to to bury him. So um, Right beside Sarah? Yeah, in the same land that he bought, in the same purchased land. So That's a great ending. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it, it's kind of a good to see thing. You know, we knew it was tumultuous with between Ishmael and, and the rest of the family, but, you know, at least in this instance, he comes back to, you know, honor his father in that way. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so Isaac and Rebecca are living a good life, um, doing well for themselves. And again, we see uh, another woman who's struggling with childbirth. So Rebecca is not, not able to have kids. Oh, Isaac's wife. Rebecca. Yeah. She's struggling to have what's kids. What's wrong with all these women back then? They can't. <laughs> they can't. I don't know it's what's wrong. <laughs> Uh, you know, again, I think it's just, um, Isaac knows the promise that was given to his father that, you know, there's going to be these nations through him and, and that kind of thing. So it's like, well, what's going on? You know, if, if I can't populate, then how is this blessing going to continue through, through, through me? So I'm starting to see, uh, there absolutely is a reoccurring thing, and you'll see that throughout even some of the other stories we talk about with Isaac and Rebecca. It's like, wait, didn't his father do this? Uh, yes, yes. So Is this where we start to see the phrase, history repeats itself, come alive? Yeah, pretty, pretty quick. Hmm. <laughs> so, however, Isaac gets on his knees and prays about the situation, prays to God, and lo and behold, Rebecca finally is, is able to have kids. I think they're like 60, so they're not quite as old as what Abraham and Sarah were, but um, still pretty old in, in certainly in terms of childbirthing years as we think. But Well, that's the problem. They should have tried when she was 20, you know? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what age they were married. I don't. It seems like the timeline of life is, in this era is, mm -hmm. is wildly different. But, oh, you know, sure. 20, 21, 22, that's a ripe age to have a child, right? Yeah, even before that, really. I feel but, like. Yeah. So so I think Isaac's 60 years old, and Rebecca becomes pregnant with twins. Oh. Twin. Twin boys. Oh, a little bundles of joy. Yeah, I mean, if, if anybody out there's had twin boys, man, <laughs> our heart goes out to you. <laughs> that is a fun time, I'm sure, but a challenging one. Um, so the, the firstborn kid comes out, and he is covered in red hair. Which is pretty wild. Have you ever seen a baby come out and they're like hairy? Mm. I've seen a couple. 
Uh, sort of. Yeah. 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 Um, so this child is hairy and red. And so they named him Esau, which means hairy. Uh. <laughs> so, and then, and then the next one comes out and he's holding on to the oldest one's heel. Oh. As he comes out. And it's weird. The Bible points that out. Right. But, um, so they, they name him Jacob, which means deceiver. Oh yeah. So we're, we're, we're heading into <laughs> these, these names are important as we head into their story. I was wondering so. why you're drawing <laughs> emphasis to the names right, and what right. they mean. Na- yeah. Names mean a lot of things. I'm sure your name means something, right? What's Chase mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, Chase means hunter. Yeah, that makes sense, <laughs> right? I Chase know, after things. <laughs> oh, uh, well, I've never hunted in my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the name was given to you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, my name is this actually the same as Jesus. Really? Yeah. So it's it's I always get this wrong. So it's Yeshua is the Hebrew name. Okay. And translated into Greek is Jesus. And then Yeshua translated into English is Joshua. So, But what does it mean? Oh, the one who saves. So oh. Jesus obviously is the one who saves, but yeah, the names kind of mean the same thing. So, Man. Yeah. No wonder your hair is always on point. And there's, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and there's an Old Testament character named Joshua too that we'll, we'll learn about at some point. But... Um, so yeah, Esau and Jacob, these are the names of, of Isaac and Rebecca's kids and they grow and are, are doing great. Um, Esau becomes a, a, a hunter and a man that always out and about and doing that kind of thing. Um, and Jacob kind of maybe, I don't know how you call him a homebody. He maybe learns to garden and do those kind of things. He's not really the, the hunting type. So um, and so Isaac takes to his son, Esau, he loves the food, the wild game. He, you know, he's probably proud of how well I Esau does with all of that kind of stuff. And so, so the Bible points out that Esau is Isaac's favorite, Oh, but then Jacob becomes Rebecca's favorite. Okay. And when they were born, it, it does point out that, that these two will become separate nations and they'll kind of always have this Esau and Jacob. Yeah. They'll kind of always have this animosity towards, towards one another. And, um, that starts from the very beginning of their lives. And, and I know you're not, you know, supposed to pick out favorite kids. Yeah. (laughs) If you have have multiples, right? (laughs) (laughs) Of course not. Right. But, um, it points out that that's, this is what Isaac and Rebecca they favor one and the other. So, so yeah. So is that's it because he makes better food. Or? Uh, well, it's just kind of like you know Isaac probably relates to Esau more, and in Rebecca to Jacob more. You know, there's just more similarities maybe, and because of hunting, maybe they spent more time together, and you know that. Kind I don't of think thing. there's anything wrong with that. In fact, I believe that's probably more common than you think. Yeah, absolutely. But to say it. To make it known. Oh yeah. Well, you said the Bible mentions that she chose or he chose uh, Esau as his mm-hmm. favorite. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is kind of messed up. 
Go on. <laughs> right. So so through the years, that's kind of how it how it plays out. Um, one day, Esau comes back from hunting, and he is starving. And his brother Jacob's at home, and Jacob's made some really good red stew, some red soup, some maybe lentil soup. I don't know. It's, it makes a point that it's red. I mean, it's chilly. We like, love chili here in Ohio. That's like what I do hair. love about winter coming. I do like a, a nice chili. Man. Um, so, <laughs> so Esau's like, oh, I'm, I'm starving. Oh, yeah, with cornbread. Cornbread in the bottom. A little sour cream. Some butter, little, some mm, cheddar cheese. Oh. I'm hungry now. Okay, go on. Uh, <laughs> red soup. Yeah, so Esau is starving, and so he's like, hey, give me some of that soup. And you can hear me demanding to his younger <laughs> brother. Um <laughs> And I always pictured like Jacob a little bit more wimpy, maybe, you know, because he's not the hunter, you know. Okay. Yeah. So, so Esau's kind of pushing him around a little bit here. And Jacob's sly as he is, uh, said, okay, I'll, I'll give you some soup, but let me have your, your birthright. Which, you know, to us, maybe not that big a deal, but back then, to be the oldest son, you're going to get the inheritance. You're going to get take care of all the finances. You're going to be the one that steps up when your father dies and get everything and move with, you know, the, the family's kind of heritage and, and honor. that's worth a bowl of and red all soup? of that. Well, no. <laughs> but Esau kind of mocks the whole birthright thing and basically says, deal, fine. I don't care about that. You can have it. I don't, I don't care. I would rather have the soup. So... <laughs> So Jacob was like, hey, you got a promise, right? We made a deal. You better spit shake on it. And Esau's fine. So so he kind of gives over or sells his birthright to Jacob for a bowl, a of, bowl soup. of soup that, you know, I'm sure tasted great and sustained him for the for the moment. But for a couple hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um so that's kind of the first thing that takes place. In, in the relationship that starts this kind of, you know, man, talk about sibling rivalry. And, and you think back to like Cain and Abel, right? Here we go again. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, the brothers are just going at it. Um, so, you know, through the years, Isaac and Rebecca, they do pretty well. Um, they uh, go to, um, oh, shoot, I forget. The, the the country or the region, but there's a guy there named Abimelech. 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 Okay, and they're staying in this region, and it sounds similar to what Abraham and Sarah did. They had to go and stay there for a little while, and during that time, Isaac and Rebecca decide to tell those people that what? She is his Sister. Sister, oh, and you're like, wait a minute, this is exactly what Abram, Abraham, and Sarah did, right? Man, so this time, same kind of thing happens. They're there for a while, but Abimelech then sees Isaac, like caressing Rebecca, oh, and was like, this, it's a little weird if that's if that's his <laughs> sister, so. <laughs> So then he approaches them and kind of calls them out and is like, um, 
Who is he anyway? He's the like the leader of that this region. Oh, yeah, like not a like king. a king, but like a. I think he's a king, like a team I'm captain. <laughs> is he like a? He has. The, he's, he's like, like the a, mayor. He's like the he's governor. Like a manager. <laughs> he's the manager, the key holder. Yeah, I think he's the he's the leader, the head of of this region. Um, so he approaches them and is like, "Hey, what's going on here? You said that she was your sister." And so Isaac. He goes, we're just really close. Yeah. <laughs> this is just something we do. Why? Is it weird we're, to you? Really What's the problem here, <laughs> Do sir? you guys not do this? But So Isaac comes clean, confesses, well, again, I, if, I, if you knew she was my wife, I thought that you guys would kill me and, and take my wife from me. And Abimelech's like, how could you do that, you know? you're saying she's your sister. One of us could have taken her and, and slept with her. And then, you know, you, you know, heap that sin upon us because of your lie. And so it's, it's again, it all sounds so similar to what happened with Abraham and Sarah. Slightly so, different, but very Yeah. Because yeah. this time it was not true at all. Right? They were, let's see, they're not, because Sarah was Abraham's half-sister, I think Isaac and Rebecca are cousins. They're related, but further. Um. Yeah. Anyway, so Abimelech is angry. He sends Isaac and Rebecca away. He's like, get out of here. Same kind of thing, right? Get out of here. Um, you've brought trouble to us because of because of your deceitfulness. So so they leave and they kind of settle in this region outside of wherever they were. And then they strike water through these wells that they've been digging, hmm. which you can imagine in those days, that is a huge commodity to come across, right? Because they're in the desert. Yeah. And, and you're in this new area. You don't have the resources maybe you did in town or wherever you were. And so now you've struck this water. And so, you know, Abimelech hears about it. So they come out and they argue about it, whatever. And Abimelech gets kind of angry and he has his servants fill these wells up. Oh. Yeah. And so Isaac kind of has to move further away. That's fighting words, you know. Yeah. And I'm surprised nothing happened. So Isaac moves even further away and a servant comes to him and is like, hey, we struck water again. And it was like, okay, God is clearly, you know, blessing us no matter kind of what happens. And so then Bimelech comes out again and you're just like, okay, it's going to go down now. But instead this time he's like, Hey, we see and understand that your God is clearly on your behalf. Like this is for this to happen you know, clearly God is watching out for you. And so. Well, do, do they not believe in the same God? Uh, no, I think they, I think they know of the, the one true God, um, the God of Abraham. It's kind of what he's referred to at this point. The God of your father. Oh yeah. And Isaac's agreeing. He's like, well, yeah, you know, this is the God we believe. And so, so Abimelech and Isaac agree to kind of have this treaty, this, this peace. And Abimelech's like, I'm going to leave you alone. And because God's on your side, <laughs> we want you to leave us alone. <laughs> um, 
because he sees what could happen potentially. Smart probably. move. Yeah. Honestly. I mean, it really was kind of the shrewd move on, on his behalf. Because I'll tell you what, if that man would have filled my well again. Right. He'd be looking for life. Or even the next time you see him, right? Yeah. Like, I remember what you did. Um, but they agree to this treaty. There is this this agreement. They kind of celebrate it. And it's this really cool kind of moment. It's like, man, they were able to move past, you know, Isaac's deceitfulness, Abimelech's, you know, filling of the wells and doing that back. And so they kind of just were like, okay, now we have a truce and we're going to move on. And they celebrate it and they go about their ways. Um, And then Isaac kind of has this moment where he praises and worships God because he knows that, you know, this is all happening because of God's provision and God's watching over them and, and all that. So there's this, this kind of cool moment and they call this area Beersheba. And I think it has something to do with water being found. And, and, and so that's kind of where they settle. Beersheba. Yeah. Beersheba. Beersheba. Um, and so Esau and Jacob are with them and, and Isaac's getting pretty close to the end of his age by this point. He is very sick. He is blind by this point. And um, he, he realizes the end is, is coming for him. And so he tells Esau, hey, I want you to go out. I want you to get me some of that wild game that you do so well. Come back, prepare this meal the way I love it. That's kind of my last wish. And then I'm going to bless you and give you my blessing because you are my oldest son and that's kind of what's coming. But remember what happened. Yeah, he signed away his riches. He sold it. For a bowl of soup. Yeah, and Isaac doesn't realize that yet. For some SpaghettiOs. (laughs) For some some chili. (laughs) So Esau goes on his way. Well, Rebecca overhears this conversation. And remember, Jacob is her favorite son. Uh Uh-huh. So she goes to Jacob's like, hey, I heard your father tell Esau that he's going to give him his blessing after he has this meal. So I want you to go just get a couple wild goats, bring them to me. I'll prepare the meal the way he likes it. And he won't know the difference. And he's going to give you the blessing instead. How crazy is that? So there's... All kinds of stuff happening. This and this, ladies and gentlemen, is a signature of the first dysfunctional family in all of history. This is why you don't play favorites. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Jacob's like, well, I can do that, but my brother is very hairy and, and my skin is soft. So if... Oh, because he's blind. Yeah, he's blind. Uh, so if he's happened to touch my okay, hand okay, or anything, he's going to know that it's me. Okay. And so Rebecca's like, just go. We'll take care of it. So so Jacob goes, gets some wild goats. Rebecca you know, makes this meal for Isaac. And so he loves it. It's going well. And he's like, okay, you saw my son come close so I can give you my blessing. So Jacob comes over and he's like, yeah, it's, it's me, father. It's Esau. And Isaac's like, you sure. sound a lot like Jacob. <laughs> yeah, so I was going to say, surely they sound different. Right. You sound a lot like Jacob. So they had gotten some hair 
and hide from the wild goats to use and put on his hands and on his face and neck and stuff so that if if Isaac were to go to touch him, that would feel like more like Esau would feel, right? So Like a goat. <laughs> like a goat. Or <laughs> you had to be pretty hairy. <laughs> so anyway, um, so he's got this fur on him. <laughs> and so he goes over and, and Isaac's like, well, you sound like Jacob, but you do feel like Isaac, or Esau. And so then he's like, yes, father, it's me. Esau, I promise me, you know, all this stuff. And he's, he's just lying, <laughs> right? To his father and, and, um, but he eats the meal and he's like, this is, you know, obviously it's, I guess it's Esau. Um, and so he goes and gives this, this really kind of powerful blessing, um, to Jacob, you know, uh, about man, anybody who blesses you will be blessed. Anybody who curses you will be cursed and you will live through the land through, I mean, you'll have great prosperity and all of these things. It's a, it's a physical blessing of the birthright, but it's also a spiritual blessing for his life that God will watch over you, that this blessing will be yours and points out that your brothers will serve you. Your brothers and their servants will serve you. Mm. So that happens. And Jacob and Rebecca are, you know, they're on the moon, right? They're, they think they've tricked their father. They think it's all good. And, and so... Someone's about to get sacrificed, aren't they? <laughs> it's, I feel like it's going too good. No one pulls them. Well, Esau comes back okay. from his hunt and prepares this meal for his father and takes it to him and is like, Father, it's me. So here's this meal that you wanted me to prepare. And Isaac's like, who are you? And he's like, it's me, your son, Esau, your oldest son. It's time for you to give me the blessing. And Isaac is just in despair and distraught because he realizes that that was not his son that he gave the blessing to. That was not Esau that he gave the blessing to. And so he's like, look, what's done is done. You can't reverse it. You can't take it back. And Esau's pleading with him, please, father, please, you know, even though you've given him a blessing, isn't there some left for me? <laughs> and Isaac's like, no, sorry. Basically, that's what's done is done. And so obviously Esau is furious and he doesn't sound like a dude that you'd want to mess with. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Someone's about to get sacrificed now. <laughs> not sacrificed, <laughs> but he does plot to kill his brother. Oh, but he gave him, but, a but he, he made a deal, dude. So, well, he's waiting on his father to die. And he's basically, after I mourn my father, I'm going to kill my brother. I'm going to be mourning his death as well. That's how furious, and you can imagine, right? Yeah. Yeah. So um, Isaac eventually dies, and Rebecca finds out about this plot uh, between her sons. And so she goes to Jacob and is like, look, Jacob, Esau is planning to kill you. And so what 
I want you to do is I want you to pack up your things and I want you to go to my brother, Laban, is her, is her brother, mm. okay? I want you to go to my brother Laban's house and I want you to stay there and hang out there until this kind of boils over. And so that's kind of what Jacob does. And so the families split apart at this point, which is kind of sad, right? But yeah. Yeah. It's unforgivable. You got you got to I don't know. I feel like Esau should have known better. Yeah, and and you know that but in all reality, how are you going to trade a lifetime of you know like a what's it called? Like an inheritance. Yeah. Over a bowl of soup. He's probably like, dude, that was you're serious? Yeah. Uh, that wasn't for real. And and it was so much more than inheritance. It was this the spiritual blessing of God's favor mm. over your life, you know? And it just that momentary satisfaction just got the best of him and he gave it all away. Mm. So um So Esau Jacob's hiding. Yes. Esau's out looking for him. Yes. He finds him? No. He never finds him. Well, so uh, I don't know where to go in the story. We can go with Jacob's life. Well, let's do this. Is this a choose let's your own this. adventure? So we'll 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 talk about Jacob a little bit. Okay. Um, maybe in the next week or so. But there is this moment where Jacob and Esau are going to go meet. They're going to meet in this field. Oh, like some West Side stories. Yeah, some like, you know, a, a face-off. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to duel? Um, and so you you have this anticipation that, you know, is it gonna, are they going to fight? Is Esau just going to kill him? You know, what's going to happen? And, and as they get closer together, Esau runs and embraces his brother. And did you just spoil? Was that a spoiler? No, it's not a spoiler. But I, I think we need to go there, right? We got to kind of cap uh-huh. that story. And and there's a lot that's kind of taken place. And so I think we need to kind of button some of those things up before we head into Jacob's life because Jacob's now the birthright. Okay. Okay. And so we're not going to follow Esau much more. Got right? it. We're going to follow Jacob and his sons and all of that as we kind of work through um, the nation of Israel. So um, Esau actually goes and marries one of Ishmael's daughters. I, I think I remember so, Ishmael. Yeah, it's splitting off, and Esau decides to, to head that way as well. So, um, But that moment of embrace, right, it, it was unexpected. Um, but I think it's a really cool way to look at how maybe, you know, there's a lot of people that have a lot of family stuff going on, right? I can totally relate. Yeah. And, and, you know, people hold a lot of hostility with sometimes with the people you love the most and the people that have wronged you the most have been those people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and in this story, at least, God, through time, took away some of that bitterness. And it seems like Esau still had that plan to kill his brother, 
But when he saw him and when he was face to face with him, a lot of that was gone. Yeah. And and there was this moment of forgiveness. There was this moment of, you What's know, that? no matter What's what that? happens, we're family and, and there's kind of this closeness that even though we never got along, you know, even though since since childbirth, <laughs> we were kind of at odds with one another. Was and we're nothing alike. And we're nothing alike. And, and you know, um, I don't know in years, but yeah, there was quite a bit of time. Between like when, when he was looking for him mm-hmm. and then he saw him again, it was like a yeah, lot of time. years. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Um, and so if, if you're someone that has that or, or deal with that, you know, God can work in that. And I know, obviously, there's some terrible things that probably have, have gone on in people's families. And I'm not excusing any of that, right? And I don't, I don't think even it, what happened here, I don't think there was an excuse. Yeah. But it happened. And they at least were able for the moment to say, hey, come here. You know, let's hug it out. Let's, let's chat rather than continue in this fighting and, and right. holding this bitterness towards each other. And, you know, I'm sure Jacob uh, was thankful. You know, he's he's done some pretty sneaky stuff uh, yeah, and wronged his brother. And, and, yeah. and even the, uh, you know, he was actually following his mother's, <laughs> you know, right. she was part of it too. Um and so, you know, but it, but it was told when they were born that this is kind of what's going to happen, that, you know, the younger is going to be the one who's going to take over. So, That's right. You, you said mm-hmm. it was foretold that they would be at, at, at odds with each other. Yeah. And, and we see this throughout Scripture that at times God works outside of what we think should happen or what, or what we think the next step should be, right? So the oldest brother should be the one that gets the birthright all the way down. And we see that a couple more times throughout Scripture, that a younger brother is actually the one who gets the birthright and gets the blessing and and is the one who sustains the nation of of Israel. And so there's kind of this flip, you know, happening that God acts outside of what humans believe to be the right way and the fair way, however you want to put it. Um, but in God's wisdom, he either knows or sees and knows what needs to happen in order for, you know, these things to, to go on. So yeah, it turns out almost like it as it should. Yeah. But you'll never know the other way either. Yeah. <laughs> Cause no, you're right. Back. You're right. You know, yeah, but um, you know, and Esau could claim that you know it wasn't fair and you tricked me and all of those kind of things, but um, you know, it seems that he didn't want that. He right. he kind of mocked that, and so is that really who you want to give it to? You know what I mean? Um, it's kind of like if you were going to give your one of your children a car, but all they did was like be ungrateful and complain about how not cool how, it is. Yeah. How ugly it is or stupid it is and mm-hmm. all that. And it's like, wait a minute, maybe I'm going to give this to one of the other kids. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. 
So uh, I think there was some of that in his life too. And, and although there was some trickery going on that he didn't really care about the whole blessing and birthright. And, and from early on, just thought light of it um, for whatever reason, right? So, but to see them come together is, is kind of a good moment. And I think that gives hope to anybody who's struggling with, it can even be friends, you know, animosity or, or you know, things like that. And I, I'm sure people have stories too of where like, man, I, my brother and I have been at it for years. And, but you know what, recently we've, we've talked and we've made up and we kind of worked through some of that. And that's, that's the hope for all. Um, you know, and I think, I think if allowed that God can, can work in those situations, at least make it a little bit, a little bit better. So I can tell you, I've seen it the adverse where there's animosity within family Mm. and then a family member passes on. Mm never resolving that animosity. Right. And the unfortunate circumstances that you then have to live with, the regret yeah, for sure. of never having that embrace. Yeah. Because now you can never have that embrace. That's true. You know? And and hopefully they realize at some point that, you know, whatever it is, it's like, man, we really should have had that worked out before this happened. And yeah. sometimes tragedy can bring people closer together um and and you know you hope for for people to always kind of work things out and you know i'd be willing to bet that your your loved one who's who's passed on's only wish would have been to have peace within within the family you know you'd like to hope so yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah that's a wild concept i feel like uh yep People focused, I don't know, anymore in like current society, it's sensationalized to be like overly dramatic and and, and oh, fighting yeah. is kind of. You wronged me once, you know. Yeah. You're you're dead. I'm dead to you. It basically, yeah. 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 And, you know, I've had personal relationships in my life to where I've been wronged and, and I'm kind of bold and yeah. thick-headed myself, you mm-hmm. know, to where like sure. I can be like, all right. Let's part our let's part kinda like um kinda like these two. Yeah. Let's just part ways. Yeah. You do your thing, I'll do my thing. Not specifically like hiding from each sure. other, but sure. Uh, we'll and do I our think own that thing. can be I think that can be healthy. I think that is a realization. Yeah. You know, and I think, you know, too, is is, you know, w- what's happening here is we're realizing that, you know, being together is probably more toxic than you know, being apart. And if we just choose to part ways, you know, hopefully then he can work through it. Cause I, cause I don't think anybody should stay in anything that's abusive or, yeah. you know, so it's not, it's not an excuse to just overlook every little thing. You do have to deal with situations and it was right for Jacob to leave. Right. I mean, had he stayed. Yeah. He could have probably killed him. Exactly. So, <laughs> you know, for a time, time heals. Yeah. And, and I think too, you know, um, there's situations you, you, you must get out of if they're, if they're dangerous. And so, you know, you just hope that through time that some of those things can be, can be worked out. And, you know, at least in this story, um, it seems to be worked out. We don't hear much about Esau, um, moving forward. Uh, we kind of, again, jump into, to Jacob's life. Um, 
So he goes and stays with his uncle, Laban. And um, one of Isaac's wish before he dies was that um, his boys would not again marry into uh, a pagan civilization, that mm. they would find godly women and, and settle down and marry. And so that was kind of one of his last wishes for his boys. And, and um, so when Rebecca sends Jacob away, the hope is that he will then marry one of Laban's daughters. So. And he does. And eventually does, but I don't know if we want to get into that because it's, <laughs> it's quite a bit too. So every, every bit of it is quite a bit. Yeah. You're, yeah, it is, but it gets a little crazy with Laban and the situation with, with, uh, Jacob and Laban's daughters. So, Oh yeah. Oh, some foreshadowing. Yeah. So that's something to look forward to. Okay. Yeah. It's just, it's kind of like a, you know, the show the bachelor or, you know, uh, oh. love is blind or, or some of those, it gets pretty wild. So it does get, it does get pretty, yeah. Wild. I would say it's like love is love is blind a little bit. That would give you a little bit of a clue to what's coming. Oh man. Okay. So back in, back in BC, we had reality TV uh, type <laughs> exposure. <laughs> Maybe that's where we get the ideas for this crazy stuff, but yeah. <laughs> I doubt it. I doubt it came from the Bible. Yeah. So what you're going to see now too is is uh, people referring to God as the God of Abraham, mm. Isaac, and Jacob. And I know there's even some like worship songs that we sing that that reference that. That's the way they say it, right? The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So that's kind of where we're setting up and 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 heading as well. So I like it. Yeah. So of, these are the three, you know, father, son, grandson that that carry the lineage of. Is there a reason that's three? Uh, well, that's the, kind of the first three, um, because, you know, if you look at Abraham, he had just a few sons. Well, he had Isaac mainly through Sarah. That was only their only son, right? He had more with Keturah. Chase just caught a fly <laughs> out of midair. I caught a fly. Mr. Miyagi over here. <laughs> right in my hand. Give me some chapstick. wow. chopsticks. We had to pause for that. That was crazy. So these are kind of the three the three considered patriarchs of... Because of, Jacob ends up having a lot of sons. So, yeah. Well, because his birthright, you know. Right, right. But he's finally, you know, because each time they struggle to have kids. All right. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So. Uh, I can't wait to hear more. I can't wait to hear yeah. who else is going to struggle to have kids. It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all know about Mary, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's, okay. That's, that's enough. That's enough for now. Everyone needs to calm down. <laughs> okay. Everyone needs to calm down and stop really reaching. Keep giving us these, you we, know. We have plenty of time to talk about the Bible. <laughs> all right. This is a, this is a marathon, not a sprint. That's right. Okay. Yeah. And if you, if you do too much, it just becomes overwhelming. And that's even when, you, even when you read. Yeah. You know, I like to read, I don't like to read just a few verses. I like to read a chapter or two. Oh. You know what I mean? But Well, I thought about making a flow charts on the wall right here, <laughs> you know? But some sections require, uh, you know, a more in-depth reading. 
You yeah. know what I mean? So you might read a few verses and be like, what? And so you go back, you read a few verses before that, or you read a few verses after, and then you're like, okay, it's starting to come together the whole picture a little bit more. And that's what we're doing with the Bible as a whole. But when you read, sometimes if you read five chapters, you're going to be like, I don't, I don't really even get, it, it was too much. Like I couldn't focus on any one thing. And so it just becomes this words on a paper. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I think, I think there's a good amount. There is, you know, I think reading one verse a day is probably not, I mean, it can, it can help and give you a little devotional thought, but. Yeah. But you don't get, you don't get much of that greater context. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, a chapter two, three, somewhere in there, you can kind of jump into something, see what's going on, big picture a little bit, but then also get some really nuggets of, of application out of as well. Um, so if you try to do too much, it just becomes, you know, yeah. words on a paper and this would just become noise right. in your ear. I mean, a three hour podcast <laughs> would be <laughs> a lot <laughs> to do at one time. So, well, coming next week. Yeah, no. <laughs> absolutely. Well, uh, listen, as always, appreciate you coming and talking to us about the good book. This was what a great, great time to get to know Jacob and, and Esau. Mm-hmm. It seems like Isaac and Rebecca, uh, we won't hear from them anymore. Nope. They've both. We're moving on. We're flying on. through generations. Yep. Yeah. Flying through generations we are. here. Man, yeah. I hope you guys love today's conversation. And if you did, you know what to do. <laughs> Go down in the show notes and hit up that Facebook page. Give us a like on there. And uh, let's continue the discussion over there. In fact, Josh, I'm going to give you access, admin access, oh, to the Facebook page so that you can also, all right, post and and, and look at questions or whatever. Well, yeah, you sure. can already look at stuff over there, but yeah, yeah, you all can, right, you can post as the page. All right, yeah, great. Yeah. Anyway, all that that's yeah. all the way. Anyway, yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you guys for listening this week. I can't wait to see you next week, and we're going to talk more about this super good book. Take yes. care.